Hey, love, welcome back to another episode of Lessons from Behind My Chair. I'm your host, Angela B. Fuller, Master Hairstylist Turned Certified Life Coach. Today, we have another juicy topic lined up for you. But before we dive in, you do know I have a pop question for you. And the pop question always leads into the meat of our episode. And today, this this is a juicy one. So I, I really hope that you enjoy it. And my pop question for you today is, who would you be if you didn't have to worry about being liked? Again, who would you be if you didn't have to worry about being liked? I know that's a hot, I know that's a hot seat question because who does not worry about being liked, being accepted, being received well? I think there's 0.001% who don't give thought to what other people, how other people feel about them. And so For this, for the purpose of this episode, I've kind of created three categories, but I'm going to focus on one of the categories. So the first category uh, are the women who falls into this category, the ones who don't even worry about being liked and they just go on to become. Um, These are, these are (laughs) women who, came out of the mother's womb ready. They, they jumped out. Their light blinded those that was around when they came out into the world. And they say, I hope you're ready because I am here. Ready or not, here I come. That's one category. And I'm going to jump to the third category. The third category is the ones who have decided not even to be because they are totally dependent on being, they are totally dependent on operating in a way or showing up in a way that's based on other people's opinion of them. They, they don't even acknowledge what they like. They wait. They're like, they're like the babies that that the doctor have to force labor to bring them out. They're not coming out. I'm comfortable. I, I'm afraid. I'd rather stay here. Please don't make me. So they're the, you know, that category of women, they don't even be, they don't even try because it's strictly based upon, if someone doesn't tell them who to be or how to be, They'll just sit and pray that someone push them to just step outside. But the number two, that's where I want to focus right now. The number two, the number two, I call the number twos, the half beers. You know, did I step on a toe? Did I hear somebody say, ouch? Well, I just stepped on my own toe. Because a lot of us live our lives in that space, that place of half be. And it's likened to the child who is about to be born, but then they decide, I'm not coming through. 
And then the next minute it appears as if, oh, the baby's coming, the baby's coming. And three seconds later, no baby. The baby has retreated. So the half beers are those of us who have one foot in and one foot out. And I think the half beers are the ones that we really have to keep our eyes on, are the ones that we really have to pray for because the half beers and those of you, you know who you are because I'm speaking to you all, but I'm also speaking to myself because there was a time when I was a half beer and then there are times I still struggle with that place, that place of being sure and that place of not being so sure, that place of, you know, the happiest, the ones who do worry. Oh yes, we do worry. And so because we worry, we, we, we still be, you know, we still be, but we hold back so much because we question ourselves because we don't want to risk what it really would be like to shine our light, what it really would be like to show up uh, courageous, to, to show up confidence, to show up in our full, in the fullness of who we are, in the fullness of who we have prepared to be, in the fullness of who God has called us to be. So we're lukewarm. We start a thing. We stop a thing. We start a thing. We do a thing. But we have to do a thing. And then we call it our best. Just to play it safe. Well, I want to say that it's time for that to cease. It's time for us to to stand in our own light. When you, when we stand in our own light, we don't have to worry about how bright or how dim someone else's light is. We don't have to worry about the ones who don't worry about us. We don't have to worry about the ones who worry about others. We just stand in our own light. And you would be surprised how standing in your own light can feed other people, can cause the ones who don't care about what other people think to be just a little bit more compassionate so that they're willing to share in a way with those who look to them in full admiration to try and figure out how do you do that? who who allow their full confidence to be one that draws people to them where a woman would have the courage to ask how do you do that and can you help me and when we stand in our own light with the idea of emulating emulating a light that encompasses and draws individuals to us. So the woman that 
doesn't, is so afraid to be that she stands still, that she hides behind because she's so afraid because she's never been acknowledged. She's never been encouraged. She's never been inspired to believe in herself. She's only walked on and stepped out on the limitations that others place on her. Because I believe that there's a balancing act to that. When I think about the times that I was too cocky, you know, confidence can lean on the side, the side of cockiness sometime, of abrasiveness sometime, of I got mine, you got to get yours sometimes. And I, and I think that the times that I have been that way in my life, it was because I was afraid. It really can sometimes be borderline feeling a sense of inferior. So you have to project that you're better than or that you, you because of where you have come from, because of the privilege of your background, because of the degree of your education, that you're better than, that there's absolutely no one can catch up with you, that you are on top. You are, to go- you are going to remain on top. And part of the reason you can do that is by putting your foot on someone who's trying to come up. You know, that, that, that number one person who don't even worry about being liked, who don't even worry about being concerned, but do it in such a, an abrasive way that they miss the opportunity for their lights to shine even brighter and to be received by other people. And see, here's the thing. When we allow our light to shine bright, coming from a place where it can be received by other people, coming from a place where you long for it to uh, shine in a way so that it helps not just to illuminate you, but to illuminate others, then you can draw all to you. And when you do that, you allow others to stand in their own light. Because when your light is illumining, you know, folks cannot consume all of you. When your light is illumining, your light is enough to um, allow someone else to just get to come close to your light. And when others can come close to their light, it is like you take a flame and if you hold your torch to someone else's uh, torch that's going out, it's going to spark their torch and it's going to help them to illuminate even brighter. So you, we lose nothing by giving off our light, but we can lose when we want to hold our light in. We lose when we hold our light in to the point where we dim it, where we suffocate it. So my question is, 
Which one are you going to be? Are you going to be number one, the one who don't worry about being like to the point where you are abrasive about it? I got mine. You got to get yours. Or are you going to be a number three, the one who have decided not even to be because you totally look to others to define your self-worth, to define who you are? Or are you going to be a number two, the one who do worry and in worrying, you don't let it stop you from being, you still be, but you hold so much back because you are afraid of utilizing your full potential, thinking that it's safer not to go all out with a sense of there's enough of my light to help light yours. I want to invite you to think about it for a second. And I want you to think about the times that you have been one, two, or three. And I also want you to think about what brought you to a different conclusion. I know for me, What brought me to a different conclusion was this. I started to believe that we all came here for a purpose. We all came here to leave something. We all have the capacity to assist someone else in getting to their next. And by helping someone else get to their next, it does not diminish our next. It doesn't push our necks further away. And you'd be surprised how the manna from heaven falls on you when you make a decision to use yours, use your manna to feed others, how more manna comes on you. So please consider feeding someone else, not only to help them to have a full belly, but to keep your belly full as well. Okay, do that for me. And I'll see you on the next episode of Lessons from Behind My Chair. Okay, bye.